Hi everyone, welcome back to A Cup of Cozy. My name is Oriana. And I'm Wanda. Today is Monday, August 5th, and you guys are going to be hearing this pretty much right after um, we tape it. We had another podcast um, that we had planned to release today, but we are going to hold that off. Um, and that podcast will be up on Wednesday. Um, so there is going to be a special episode this week, just like last week, but... Um, Every so often we like to take a podcast. It is one of our most requested that we do. And we just talk about things that are going on in the world. And unfortunately, um, we're going to start this podcast with some not so great news. Um, over the past weekend, in less than 13 hours, there were two mass shootings here in the United States. Let's say three because there was also leaving out Chicago. Yes, there was a shooting at a playground in Chicago where seven people are currently dead. Um, The death toll in the shooting in El Paso, Texas, just rose to 22 as of about five minutes ago, and I believe the total is nine that are dead in Dayton, Ohio. and if you have been a long-term listener of us, you know we've we've touched on gun violence before. Um, it's now becoming all too real and all too scary. The amount of tragedies that have happened since, I mean, we can even go back since Columbine and the Aurora movie theater shooting and, of course, Sandy Hook, which was the earliest that I had remembered, a, a devastating shooting, and the Pulse nightclub. The Las Vegas shooter, the San Bernardino shooter, Parkland. There's, there's so many that. And I want you to know Columbine. And also too, not to mention there was just a shooting, uh, eight days ago at the Garlic Festival Festival. in Gilroy, California, which we talked about in another podcast. I want to just touch upon why we decided to preempt any other. Because we thought, we, we had a bunch to say. This isn't just going to be about the shooting. Right, there is going to be there's, other there's stuff. other stuff that we have to talk about. So we're basically talking about a podcast where we're talking about the state of the world, the state of life, everyday life and what's going on and, and how we're trying to all struggle and get through it. But I want to start off by saying, back when Columbine happened, it was such an astounding thing to us. Right. We were, as a nation, like, oh my God. God, why and how did this happen? As a young girl, there was an, an international terrorist attack on Rome on Christmas in the Rome airport. It was the first I had ever recalled hearing the words terrorist attack. Being an international terrorist, for them it was a local terrorist attack, but for us it was international. And I remember thinking, how could you do this? This is Christmas. This is an airport. This is Rome. And then, like I said, when Columbine happened here in the United States, this was something that each and every person that heard it was like, wow. Really was like, oh my God, how horrific. Never thinking this would become the bar. This would become the norm. I think it is now to the point where, you know, yeah, we remember Columbine and we remember each and every one of us, some of us. But for some of us, it just becomes, oh, that's terrible. And on we go. I, I'm not that person. I think I'm not that person because I'm super empathetic. I'm a teacher. So when I see children being killed in their own schools, you know, playgrounds, um, it's a lot. But here we have become, and this, I want everybody to understand what I'm going to say now. This is nothing to do with politics and everything to do with politics. The NRA, and I have nothing against the NRA. I believe in the amendment that if you want to own a gun, you should own it. 
but you should be a responsible gun owner. The NRA and the government have got to come to some kind of terms where these weapons that people didn't see that were in the military in Afghanistan have seen terrorists of other countries hold. Why are we allowed to get them? And we're allowed to get them legally, not in every state, but some state. It is about time that the United States truly becomes the United States and make the rules in the 50 states that we have for all 50 states, as well as Puerto Rico, because I count them in. Of course. And that's the problem. This isn't about being Republican or Democrat. This is about bullshit. You have got to get rules in place where, where regular people cannot own a gun that can kill nine people in seconds. If he had not been stopped within a second and a half of being the shooter, he could have killed hundreds of people, not a, not a couple. And it doesn't matter if it's one person or a thousand people, but you have to stop and look at the fact that somebody could kill thousands of people in, in minutes. That's horrendous. In other countries, only bombs can do that. And that's why it, it isn't about being Republican or Democrat. It's about saying, you know what? You want to own a gun? You've got to be a responsible gun owner. For whatever reason, you want to own it. I don't want to own it. But if you do, we don't want to take away the responsible gun owner's guns. Nobody wants to do that. Everybody wants to allow everybody to have their rights in America. But at the same time, what is killing this is the fact that we are allowing these weapons of mass destruction to get into and. I, again, I'm going to be really specific about this. It's not everybody with a medical problem. It's not everybody that's crazy. It's hate. Hate spews hate spews hate. We have got to stop with the hate. And I'm telling you right now, that starts at the top. This is political in this part. I will hold the president accountable. You have got to stop spewing hate. Even if it's what you feel, you keep your mouth shut and you keep it in. Because there's many things I don't like, and I keep it in every goddamn day as to not hurt somebody and not spew something bad. It has got to start at the top, and it has got to go to the bottom. And everybody can't say, well, the Republicans want this, the Democrats want this. We have got to want better for our children. Because how would you feel as a Republican, as a Democrat, if one of your kids were shot? You'd be on your ass as fast as you could trying to get gun control laws. And now um, let's turn our attention to the, the specific of the shooting in Ohio. A Ohio lawmaker now blames drag queen advocates and gay marriage for the mass right. shooting. Bullshit. Knock it off. There is one thing and one thing to blame. Weapons of mass destruction. Weapons with, with such force that you could kill that many people. I don't care if a sane person has it or an insane person has it. The same result is going to happen. It is not drag queens. It is not gay people. It is not crazy people. It is not people who hate their parents. It is not people who watch video games, who listen to rap music, who um, have a fight with their girlfriend. It is people who have access to weapons that give them a power of control and hate. That's it, bottom line. But we will say, however, the act in El Paso, they are still investigating the attack in Ohio. The attack in El Paso was based on a white supremacist. He had right. hate towards um, Mexicans. It had That's what he said in his essay, we're going to call it, because... I refuse to call it what everybody was calling it in the news. 
and, and the reason I refuse to call it a manifesto, a manifesto is a very important document. It's a very important document. His document was not important, only to give evidence. It was just a bunch of racist, rhetoric, obnoxious, little punk ass that decided he had to have some power. With that being said, I'm not giving, I refuse to name these no. people. They don't get any more fame from this. And at some point in one of our other podcasts, when we know all of the victims, we will dedicate our podcast to naming those victims. They deserve the notoriety. Right, they not, this, not this person. This person does not. But we do want to talk about every single time there is these mass shootings. And now, like I said, I grew up, I remember uh, Columbine. I was very, very young. Um, I was out of school, thankfully, by the time the shootings in schools started. My first encounter with the shootings in schools was Sandy Hook. And uh, before that was the shooting of uh, the Aurora movie theater. Now, every single time these shootings happen, and while there are many people that will argue with my way of thinking, it changes the way I operate on my day-to-day -day life. At least for a, a certain amount of time. Um, a couple of days ago, before this happened, uh, on Friday actually, I had got tickets to go see The Lion King today. And within five minutes of seeing what was happening on the TV, I was like, yeah, you know what? We're not going to go see The Lion King. Because you do it's been affected feel years. like you are a sitting duck when you are somewhere like that. I, if you guys know, I went to a concert a couple of months ago. Um, it was the first time I ever went to a concert and was like, well, how am I going to get out of here? Does anyone around me look suspicious? What would, what would happen? Like, how do, who am I going to get in touch with first? Like, I started thinking those things. Um, today I, I did. it's also important that you do check out the arenas where you're going to go. Yes. Festivals. If you do, you are going to these things, you do check out these places. Um, we were fortunate enough to go to Madison Square Garden, mm -hmm. where we not only know a ton of security guards there, ushers. ushers, management, everything for the years that we have been there, but I will tell you, they are one of the arenas that immediately took 9-11 seriously, mm -hmm. and they upgraded from that moment on and continue to upgrade. And I mean, going into that concert, you went through TSA-like security. And I have never it's felt, and I, I have never felt safer going in somewhere. Um, if you guys know me, you know, I go to the mall at least once, sometimes twice a week. I go shopping at least four to five times a week. I would proudly walk through a metal detector if that meant saving some lives. I did go out today. Um, I went to... I would allow someone to wand me. Wand me. I, I, pat me pat down. Pat me down. I don't care. Pat me down. And I know and if you that's obtrusive when you go to the TSA. If you are against any of these things, then there's something wrong, and you don't value the safety of yourself or those around you. Um, like I said, I did go to a... a um, Strip mall, I would say that was this yeah, morning. It's kind of a large strip mall. Yeah. It's not just like little tiny stores. It's like they're two, well known yeah, stores. Yeah, it's two floors. They're big stores. It's not like little. Right, they have big stores. Like they, like Nordstrom, they have Nordstrom Sachs, Sachs, Sachs. They have, you know, Old Navy. Uh, mm -hmm. Big, big stores. So big it's, stores. It's just not an um, little strip And mall I will tell you what is an unnerving thing. I mean, um, we sat in the car and we surveyed the parking lot. 
I'm going to touch upon that too. Mm -hmm. I, I know of this gentleman who wrote a book on how to survive a mass attack like this. I am going to try to obtain that book or at least get the gist of it online. And perhaps we'll do another podcast where we'll share with our listeners some tips on how to keep yourself safe when you are going to certain events and now you can talk about the parking lot. Um, we were very aware and to make sure to walk very close to where the cars are. So if indeed someone did start shooting in a parking lot, you can get behind or get under a car. Um, I only went into two stores where you're, you're very on edge. It's very hard to concentrate on having a good time and looking for things when you feel that way. Um, I opted not to eat out today. And it's a, it's a scary thing to live your life this way because I didn't grow up this way. This became a norm to me when I was over the age of 18. And I believe it's a norm more for anyone under the age of 25. Yeah. Anyone above the age of 25, it wasn't a norm. It wasn't a norm. I mean, like I, like I said, I didn't grow up this way. I went to concerts very early on in my life. I mean... I saw it take a turn when I was about 11 with concerts because of 9-11. I was 10, 11 years old when 9-11 happened. I saw that take a turn. I saw that take a turn for, like, how you get on an airplane and what you have yeah. to go through. Speaking of airplanes, um, I traveled for business and pleasure since I was two years old. And I was just thinking the other day, wow, I remember a time when my dad would drop me off at the airport and I would walk into the airport and check my luggage. They'd check my ticket. And onto an airplane, I walked. That's crazy. Onto an airplane. No one crazy. stopped me. No one looked at me. No one looked at my bags. You were allowed to lock your bags. Mm -hmm. I locked my suitcase. I mean, I remember flying when I was really, really young, but I don't remember much about it. But I do remember the first time, again, flying after 9-11. And coming in and seeing, and at the time, those TSA lines were long. They would tell you to get there five, six hours before, you know, and your flight. It's, it's kind of It's crazy to think of. Some people will say, well, you know, time moves on in progress. That's not a good progress. Yeah, we had to progress. We were forced to progress to that level. It was kind of forced upon us. It wasn't like people were like, oh, you know what? We want to make things safer, so let's bring in no, this. No, we were forced to in a very short time. Or let's do this. And that's just not how it works. Um, like I said, I, I find it leaves you very unsettled. It leaves you feeling vulnerable when you go out. It leaves you not to feel that anything that you do or anywhere that you go, that you're safe. And I don't think anybody deserves to feel that way. No. In America in 2019, I don't think anyone deserves to feel that way anywhere in the world, period. Not to mention not even feeling safe in your own home. But not to mention when you look down the line and you look at other countries and they've had zero, 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 zero mass shootings down the line. And we are at 250 this year. In a year. Right. And we are this great country. If we want to be this great country, we have to be greater people. We have to set the bar. We are supposed to be this super amazing country that does so much more and allows so much more. And we've allowed our own, 
our own to be killed by our own. This isn't terrorism from another country. This isn't This terror is domestic this is terrorism. Domestic terrorism right here. Ever. This is born and bred in your country and it's born and bred out of hate. So as as to not make this more about that, because we have other things to talk we about. Do. Um let's leave it as maybe sometimes check your judgment at the door. Judge someone for the relationship or the encounter you have with them. Don't judge them right away by how they look, how you think they are, where you think they come from, what you think their beliefs are, even their political affiliations. Don't do that because that's irrelevant at this point. Let's just check all that at the door and see what kind of encounter you have with a person and then make a judgment on them. Um, now we're going to switch to um, just some other sort of news. I just saw myself, Jenna Bush Hager had a boy. Oh, she had wow. a baby boy. She has two girls. Now she has a boy. Yeah. And what does she name her son? Do we know? Um, let's look. I was just trying to get some information Congratulations, on Jenna Bush Hager. Next thing that we're going to be talking about. I, you see, that's what I'm so upset about. Talking about this is totally off topic. Not really. I am one of those people. I'm so jealous because... Jenna Bush Hager just rolls off your tongue. It does. Like, that is an awesome hyphenated name to have. His name is Henry. Henry. But they're going to possibly call him Hal for short. Hal. That doesn't make sense, but okay. Henry's her husband's name. I know. I was going to say, okay. His name is going to be Henry Harold Hager. Ha, ha, ha. That's a great name. Um, and they have later. two other children, uh, Mila, who is six, and Poppy, who is three. And that's their first boy. Oh, he's very cute. Congratulations. Tiny baby. Um, now, I also want to touch upon something that we, we and this is going to come out of left field, because I'm going to tell you, Oriana, I have no idea I'm going to touch upon this, but I'm going to touch upon this. I felt I needed to. And then we're going to talk about some other things. Um, recently... We did a podcast about how women are treated in the workplace we in Hollywood, did. and we combined it with age. I Ageism. believe that podcast has not gone up yet. That'll okay. be up on Friday. Okay. <laughs> so you're going to hear about this before that podcast. Okay. This is what happens when she doesn't give me the schedule of what's going on. <laughs> Just saying so. In our podcast, we talked about how difficult it is sometimes to navigate the workplace and the world in general as being women. And when we become older women, we become what seems to be to society less useless, and so much so in Hollywood. Well, Hollywood didn't about face. Hollywood turned their back on ageism for women and made it ageism for men. And I don't like ageism for anybody because there is no world rule that says because you're over a certain age, you can't be something or you can't do something, look up, Google it. There are people who got their college degree in their 80s and 90s. That's right. There are people who wrote books, successful authors, 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s. There are people who make career changes every day and contribute to society in a way no one will ever be able to. So, with that being said, I don't even know if this is out there yet, but I'm going to put it out there. Oh, well. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Um... We all know that the Batman series is a big series. And um, I'm not a big superhero fan. I believe our superheroes live right here on Earth. 
and I believe that they exist in our everyday world if we just take the time to look for them. And I believe they come in every shape, size, color, gender, transgender, gay, straight, queer, whatever. And I believe they come in man, woman. I believe they come in black, white, green, purple, orange, yellow. And as I said, I believe our superheroes come from our everyday world. So the, the Batman franchise has had several Batmans, including Ben Affleck, Christian Bale, George Clooney. Uh, give me some other ones. I don't know. I'm not a big, like I said, superhero fan. Uh, those are the only ones I can Okay, so there are name. a bunch of people that have recently tried out to replace Ben Affleck in because the Batman series. Because apparently people thought he was like the worst Batman ever. They thought he was the worst Batman ever. Ah, I got a real sweet little spot there for Ben Affleck. I like him a lot. I like his ex-wife more. Doesn't matter. Um, I think the superhero movies cause a lot of problems for actors themselves. I think it had a lot to do with the passing of Heath Ledger, although he was not Batman. Anyway, so it turns out that Batman has now become a series of superhero movies that the people that make them feel that the world should dictate who should be who. The minute we stop letting fans, and you're all responsible for this, for letting the show business world dictate what we should see, and you start doing your own thing, your creativity that got you the job that you call yourself producer, director, talent, talent agent, talent producer, talent PR, you need to start listening to your gut and creating your talent. Now, I'm just going to call one thing to mind before I go into this. Back a couple of months ago, there was a wonderful series on television. It was about Gianni Versace, the late Gianni Versace. And the person that made this is very near and dear to both Oriana and I. And he met with a lot of opposition mm -hmm. because the Versace family didn't want it done. The Cunanan family didn't want it done. Lawsuits, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. We all know that Gianni Versace was gunned down by Andrew Cunanan in front of his house in Miami. Um, again, here we are talking about guns. And that story needed to be told because not only was Gianni Versace a great fashion person, he was gay and he was ahead of his time. And Andrew Cunanan, believe it or not, had a very interesting story as well, a very fascinating character. And I believe that when someone has a creative vision, it is very hard to tell them how to do that creative vision, because it's their creative vision. Much in the same way that we wouldn't tell J.K. Rowling how to write Harry Potter, mm -hmm. and we shouldn't. That was her vision. Much in the way we shouldn't tell the people who wrote the Game of Thrones ending. That's their vision. We all get to have our own visions, right. and we certainly wouldn't want anybody to tell us how to do ours. So with that being said, I applaud Ryan Murphy for going ahead and making his creative vision of the Gianni Versace murder quite the way he thought he should. So I applaud anybody in the Batman world. If you want to make your Batman something, that's fine. This is my problem. Batman had a lot of people try out for it. One of them would be Milo Ventimiglia. Now, we all know that Milo Ventimiglia is on This Is Us. He's a heartthrob. He's always been a heartthrob way back from when he was on Heroes and Gilmore Girls. And I'm going to keep it as basic as I can because I'm not getting involved in anything to do with it personally. I'm just going to say that it's obviously he's a good-looking guy. Okay, what I have a problem with is being told that you cannot play Batman because you are too old. That's my problem. You and are since not. Since one is forty-two, too old. Right, forty-two. 
I mean, I have a lot of problems with the whole situation, but I'll let her take this. I wish, this is my baby, and she doesn't get to do it, and she had no clue I was doing this. I had no idea. And I can promise you she didn't. (laughs) In fact, she's here like, Like, what? what? (laughs) But I I resent that somebody is being told, you can't be Batman because you're 42. But Rob Pattinson, who I love, can be Batman and he's 34. Not that much of an age difference. I understand if you say, you know what, we're going to pick a 19-year-old Batman. Or 20-year-old Batman. Okay, then we're talking 20-something years difference. We're talking 34 to 42. Hmm, that's interesting. Um, I think that it is more like, let's see if we can cash in. Wait a second. Is it the anniversary of the Twilight series? It is, actually. How about that? No one had to tell me that, and I wasn't even a big Twilight fan. But how funny Let's jump on that bandwagon. I think that was the whole point. Much the way we jump on the bandwagon that if we get good-looking people like Milo Ventimiglia and Rob Pattinson to take off their clothes, we have a winner. You know what? I don't know the name of the man doing the Batman series. If you'd like to enlighten me on his name, I'd be happy to take it. But I don't really want to give him any fame. But you know what? You suck. That was a stupid excuse. I'm pissed off at it for no other reason that you put age in it. God, I hope you don't live past the age of whatever you are. Because then, you know what? We're going to call you fucking old, too. Not to mention, too, you missed out on a whole market. You missed out on a market, um, you know, especially coming off the success of a new movie that is coming out. Yard of Racing in the Rain in theaters August 9th. I would tell everyone to get their tickets, but if you're afraid to go to the movies, I really don't blame you. You know, (laughs) that's the kind of thing I'm talking about. You're too old. You're too fat. You're too skinny. You're too black. You're too white. You're too orange. We're never too anything. The only thing we can be is too hateful. And that's where we have to stop. So I'm off my soapbox. I do wish Rob Pattinson all the luck in the world. I think it's an odd choice. But, you know, so yeah, we'll be see. It. So be it. Now on to another movie. Yes. Okay. So this movie originally had a different release date. Um, it was supposed to come out in the spring. Is It, it is a movie. It's called Otherhood. Um, not motherhood, other, otherhood. It is about moms. Um, the moms are played by Patricia Arquette, Angela Bassett, and, uh, Felicity Huffman. I do not get to sing Rosanna. No, you don't. It's her sister, Patricia. Rosanna's sister. There you go. They sang it. Anyway, so, um, it is a Netflix original movie. It was scheduled to come out in the spring, but as we all know, the college admissions scandal, which Felicity Huffman uh, was one of the first and one of the most prominent, I would say, people that um, are involved in it, Um, she's owning up for it, she's taking responsibility for it, but people are trying to either not get this movie to come out on Netflix, or when it comes out, they are trying not to watch it. Um, her, not only herself, but her cast is left to kind of say, listen, you know, no one's perfect. She's owned up to it. It doesn't take away from the person that she is at her heart and the actress that she is because Felicity Huffman is an incredible actress, as is her husband. Um, Felicity Huffman was on, um, I think all seasons of, um, Desperate Housewives, which was such a great show. I remember that show. I loved that show. She's been in lots of movies. And I think it's funny that those are the people we choose to she make examples of. She was recently in the movie about the five black men. 
that we just watched. She was in it? Yes, I believe she was. I'm pretty um, sure she, she also was. played the attorney in the show about the Menendez brothers. I think that was mm-hmm. her, too. If none of this is right, I'm so sorry. But Look the, up, I'm pretty the sure. point I'm trying to make is that's what we do now is we criticize people that did stuff to only hurt themselves. And I don't want to hear that her children or Lori Laughlin's children took your child's spot because probably that wasn't the choice either. If you're trying to get into schools like UCLA, there is a gigantic wait list of people. That situation... Anyway, they, they forwent the wait list. And as a teacher, I feel like I can speak about this. I do not think that is a cool thing. I'm really, really ashamed and horrified that they did do this. Of course, it's not good. However, they have ruined their lives and you're all like, yeah, good for them. I'm glad they did. Okay, good. But you know what? There are people that have committed far more crimes like what we just saw this weekend. That's where the energy should be focused. Not on what Felicity Huffman did for her own children and her own life. Not to mention, too, what people don't realize is when you try to boycott a movie or stop it from coming out or do something stupid like that, you're you're not even just spiting her. You're spiting her other two co-stars, and I'm sure there's other people that are starring in the movie. You're You're spiting the crew. You're spiting the director. You're spiting Netflix. You're spiting everything. And we've done a previous podcast all about the culture of canceling people and how really dangerous that is, i.e. the entire James Charles situation, everybody was ready to get on a bad way and then it was like, oops, slow up, he's come with information, and right. now here we are. So, and let's also remember, as a mother, I will tell you, I will go down a thousand times for my daughter. And there's a million or more mothers out there that will do the same thing. You never know what you will do for someone you love. So it's very easy to say, I would never do that. You don't know. You might do just the same thing in any given situation. It is. It's a very, I myself, you know, you you find yourself in situations like, I could never imagine acting that way. Don't ever say that because you're going to be put in a situation where you're going to have to act that way. So we, we occur, we have occurrences every day in our lives where we're like, oh my God, I would never do that. I would never say that. You don't know. You might. You're not in that situation. So before, again, like I said. Keep that judgment at the door and just remember that these are working actors. Working actors. Like people like Patricia Arquette, she's a working actress. She's not this, I think she's really famous and mm-hmm. I think she's really phenomenal. But that that's not her qualifications in the, again, Hollywood circle. You know, She's just now getting recognition for her role in Escape from Dan Mora. Um, which if you haven't seen it. Oh my gosh, it's fantastic. It's a fantastic, it's a a mini series. So I definitely recommend um, you checking that out. So like I said, I think you're really stupid if you're going to hop on board and think, we're not going to watch that. It's a great movie. It's got a great cast. I recommend that everyone sees it. I don't know. I think it's coming out this week on Netflix. And you also have to remember, I, I want this podcast to come away in the most positive way. I'm not calling people out to be mean. I'm calling people out to say, this is stupid. There are so many more serious, serious problems in the world to concentrate. Whether you're going to stop seeing a movie, I can guarantee you already, right now, go back in the history of any movie that you liked, loved, enjoyed, any Hollywood star, there's always a controversy. 
because they're in the public eye. Mm -hmm. There is always a public eye person that has committed some crime, whether it be minuscule or major, that somebody has a problem with. And that, it happens it's all the constantly. time. You know, right now you have the Quentin Tarantino movie out, to which I'm not going to give away any of the movie. The ending is completely different than the actual documentary of the story. That's a criticism. So, you know, no one is ever above being criticized for a belief or a power. Just try to understand that just because you don't like one person, it affects so many other people. Not to mention, too, I mean, again, I'm not trying to bring it back to myself. I am working on a show that already has, like, six petitions online to try to stop it because it touches upon mental illness. But yet, we as a society, we're trying to blame mental illness for right. all of this stuff, but because oh, but also don't do. talk about it. Because that's what we do. If it fits our cause, we can use right. it. But if it fits the cause that we're against, we can't use it. So that's what we do as a society. And we're all guilty of it. I'm guilty of it as well. I've done it too. You cannot take things and say, well, it works for my particular cause right here. So let's so bend, I'll, it. I'll bend it. In Let me there. bend the rules but to you know fit what? me. Oh, no, you can't use that as an excuse. Right. We all do it, but it's something that we should take a step back as people and be like, hey, you know what? Reel it in. Not cool. Not right. Um, what else? Is there anything else we would like to talk about while we're here today? Because, um, oh, I did want to talk about, we have gotten in the past couple of days, we've gotten some listener requests for some podcasts that we're going to be, um, taping probably this week that will be airing next week. And people have wanted to add, they, they like when we do who knows who better. So we're going to put it out there now. Mm -hmm. If you have any questions that you'd like to, for us to use in that podcast, we love that. We love the audience participation. Right. We already we have some it. from the initial person that had written to me and said that they wanted us to do it again. So I'm going to make sure later on today I'm going to put a thing on my Instagram story and you can submit your questions that way. Or you can um, tweet to me or whatever else you want to do. Um, let's see what else. I'm trying to think if there's anything else in the news that I recently heard that I wanted to talk about. Yeah, also just so you guys know, on every Friday, um, whatever episode that we make sure to put up for Friday, it will also hold true for this week. The other two episodes that you are going to hear this week, we did tape over the weekend. Um, we say the dates, though, at the beginning of all the podcasts, just to let you know when we taped them. It's not the days that they go up. It's just when we, we tape them. we also let you know that we're, we're taping and putting up. Within, putting right, within four days. It's, it's within a week of each other, the latest. Yeah. We're just trying, but sometimes things preempted. Like I said, this was a very important podcast to get out there, so we did preempt that. Um, another thing I want to talk about that I read recently, and I think, think this is important, people were wondering about exercise. And we've now become a very health-oriented, especially Oriana and I have been trying, you know, I'm, my goal is to live to be 100, so I'm trying to get towards that as we speak. And um, what I feel, I read just recently, they were talking about whether it's better, what time of the day is better to exercise. Here's the bottom line. It has been proven it is better to exercise early in the day, mm -hmm. that you're at your key time for burning calories, metabolism, keenness for your brain, and everything else. However, always remember this, exercising period is better than not doing it at all. So if you can only do it in the afternoon or you can always do it in the night or you can always do it late, do it. doesn't matter. And if you are a person who doesn't like exercise, like myself, and you can't find an exercise like Pilates or yoga, which I found that I can enjoy, and strength training, if you can't find any of those, there are two, fanta three fantastic 
exercises that you can do, that everybody can do, even with medical problems, and that is walk. If you walk for at least 20 minutes a day, you are already making yourself healthier. If you swim or do water aerobics in a pool, excellent. And if you dance, if you don't like any of those things and you just like to dance, turn on the radio, turn on your favorite CD, turn on your favorite whatever, if you listen to 45s or you listen to 78s, whatever, vinyls, put it on and dance for 20 minutes. All of those things are something that you can do to make yourself healthier. So I just wanted to pass that on. Thank you for informing us. Was that a real clap or was that just like a slow clap? Like no, just... it, that wasn't like... Right, but I'm, I'm just like, was it genuine? Because it was genuine. I just want to get no, I appreciate moving. that. And maybe if we focused on something like our own health, we'd have a lot less people to hate. I agree. I think focusing on bettering yourself... It does breed less hate because you're not worried about picking on other people because you know what? You're like, listen, I'm too busy over here working on all and of this. We had a black moon. We did. Which means there are two full new moons in a month. It happens often, but not that often. And Mercury's out of retrograde. Woo! Thank you, Jesus. And if you want to know anything about that, Ori and I are going to be doing a podcast on how those things are important to us. And so that you see, we're not witches. We don't practice witchcraft. We never said we did. We're not in a coven. We like Halloween witchy kind of things. I can sometimes be referred to as a witch, but not in the conventional sense that practices paganism. And we will explain all that to you in a later podcast. And if too. you'd like to contact me about any sort of, you know, hail Satan stuff, you know, that's what everyone <laughs> thinks of me. Everyone always tells me I partake in cult-like behavior. She the doesn't. only cult behavior I partake in is this season of American Horror Story, which is one of my faves. So with that being said, um, again, we want this podcast to come across positive. We're not picking on any particular person if you own a gun or any particular, you know, political party if you are any of a political affiliation. We are picking on nothing. We are just saying that it is now time for people to come together to stop this violence. That's it. Yes. That's our message. It's a positive one. Stop being an ageist. Stop being an uninclusive person. That's what's important. We now should be the generation, and it doesn't matter what your age is. Let's be an all-together generation, whether you're a millennial or Gen X or Gen Z or a baby boomer. Let's start a new generation of making sure we are kind and without hate. And I also want to uh, do a little prelude to the podcast that <laughs> your mic is falling everywhere. Is falling That's because Cordelia's not here to hold up your mic. Freaking Cordelia. Um... The podcast that you will listen to on Wednesday, uh, it is about being out in the public around people and the horrendous things that people do. And again, it is not to put people on blast. It's just to be like, hey, you know what? We're sharing this world together, so don't, like, be a fuck. It, I don't want right. to hear, like, again, you came it, on here it, to be positive, but it, it, positive, but a it fuck. is in a positive way. Don't be that person. It's so easy it's so to so not bad. be that person. And when you hear the types of people that we talk about, Trust me, you'll get on board. So if you do want to connect with us on social media, those are linked down below. If you want to be a part of our Who Knows Who Better podcast, which we'll probably be taping tomorrow, please go over to my Instagram right after you listen to this and submit your questions. Now, keeping in mind, whatever question you ask will be asked to both people. Right. Unless you have, like, a super specific one for, like, just me about my mom 
or my mom about me. So uh, follow my Instagram. It's linked below. I did change my Instagram name like a month ago. And so pay attention. Then we want you to be vigilant, be observant. If someone is harassing you online, maybe report that if you see that there could be a tendency for violence be, there. Be the most aware you have probably ever been right. in and, your life. And don't be part of the problem. Try to be part of the solution. And if in all that craziness you can still stay cozy, we're happy.